Hello, beautiful friends. Welcome to the Goddess Activation Podcast, where we dive deep into all things divine feminine energy, pleasure, healing, sensuality, and really living connected with our bodies. I'm your host, Nikita Anand, spiritual embodiment coach and Kundalini and Tantra facilitator. And if you're ready to remember, reclaim, and activate the ancient wisdom that has always been within your body, stay tuned. Welcome back to the Goddess Activation Podcast. It is such a deep honor and pleasure that you are here with us today. Thank you for tuning in. And today we're talking about how to get out of a downward spiral or a self-doubt spiral or a self-doubt period that all of us move through from time to time. And I moved through a very deep one. I might even say the deepest one I ever have this summer this summer in 2023. And I want to share some of the insights and processes that I allowed myself to move through in order to come out stronger than ever before. And before we even dive into any specific point of views or practices, I want to honor you for tuning in. And my invitation with every podcast episode is that this episode leads you to feel even more connected with your own truth, with your own body, with your own heart and your soul. So if you're listening to this right now, take a few deep breaths into your belly, allow yourself to exhale fully and make some sounds and arrive in your body as you are also listening to my voice and to this podcast and know that anything that comes up or gets triggered or any insights you have when listening to podcasts or watching any videos, make time to also honor them. Sometimes we get a lot of information from podcasts or from whatever we're consuming and we also have a lot of insights and sometimes we don't let those insights settle down. But the insights that you receive while listening is the most important thing. It's more important than what I'm saying or anyone else is saying in a video or in a podcast. What it is awakening and activating within you, that's the most important piece because that's the piece that will change within your own body and will have a impact in your own life for yourself. So take a few deep breaths and let's dive into today's episode. So first of all, when you are in this self-doubt spiral or in a self-doubt period, I want to, before we even get into anything specific, can you observe what is happening with more neutrality? Because when self-doubt comes up, we oftentimes stand up against ourselves and we think this is me against me and like my inner power now has to fight against my inner self-doubt. No, that's not the case. And oftentimes self-doubt comes up just when you're about to graduate from whatever period in your life you were moving through and you're about to graduate from this period into the next one, into the next chapter, into the next level, into the next phase of your life. And oftentimes that self-doubt comes up because you're about to enter this newness and this oftentimes next levelness. Next level doesn't always mean like bigger, more, better. Next level just means like when you're getting older, you're getting more wise or when you are reading the next chapter, it's just moving on. So you are about to move on to the next chapter and oftentimes that self-doubt comes up because you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what's about to come for you or because you are just about to embark on a new project, on a new dream, on a new desire and 
now it's getting real, right? Because dreaming that one day you will do this and this and this is always easier. And of course, it always feels like, oh, yes, I'll do it. It will be easy. Yay, yay, yay. Of course, it feels like that because at that point, you are dreaming about it or you are envisioning it or you are envisioning it, which is important to feel those sensations in your body. But that is always easier than to actually then do the hard step of quitting your job or putting yourself out there, recording your first video, sharing your first offer. Of course, that's going to invite some self-doubt because you are now actually one step closer to materializing the thing that you are now working on. So the self-doubt is never a bad thing. What if we didn't see self-doubt as a bad thing, but we saw it as the invitation into embodying our truth even deeper and embodying who we came here to be, who life, universe, God put us on this earth to be? What if we saw it as embodying that even more, even more than ever before? So when self-doubt is coming up, first of all, can you see it or try to see it as neutrally as possible and kind of just observing where is the self-doubt coming up from? Where and when did my mind start saying and thinking these things? What triggered that this self-doubt started to come up? What am I feeling in my body? What sensations are alive within me? And what if this self-doubt right now wasn't the end of the world? It was not here to hold me back from living my dream life and creating it. But actually, it was the invitation to make sure that I am moving from an embodied state of being, from an embodied place and not from, oh, I'm doing this because I think it's next step or because it was that person's next step and I want to have something similar like she does. So let me do this step as well, even though in true totality, it's not your next step. So... What if the self-doubt was action invitation to just for one second, take a break, observe, what am I doing? Is this what my soul, heart, body and like full alignment in my body is saying yes to? Or am I doing this, but there's a level of hmm, this is not right. And if it is right, but there's still self-doubt coming up, then we get to see that self-doubt as fuel. We get to see it as a messenger, as a wisdom teacher, as a guide to deepen our faith and our power and our trust in ourselves and in the universe or God or spirit, whatever you want to call it. What if it was that? What if it was the invitation to have deeper faith and deeper trust in yourself and in spirit? Next to seeing it as neutrally as possible, can you try to release any pressure that you're putting on yourself on needing to release that self-doubt as soon as possible? Now imagine you are starting this next project. You are more self-doubt than, than ever before is coming up because it's the first time you're putting yourself out there on this extent. Of course you have self-doubt. And now you are adding this this already stressful period in your life with pressure, telling yourself that you need to release that self that as soon as possible, otherwise you will fail, otherwise everything will be for nothing, otherwise your life will go down the shits. Well, that pressure really doesn't help, does it? So can you give that self-doubt as much love as you would give your own self-love? Can you give that self-doubt as much love as you would Give your own child space and love if they were having a self-doubt 
um, period. And can you see that adding any pressure on this will not make it go away faster. It will just intensify this fight that you have going on within yourself against your own self. So observing where am I putting any pressure on myself and can I allow myself to take a break from this pressure just for this one day, for this one week? Let me try it without the pressure. And then when you have set up the space for yourself to move through anything and everything that is coming up, let's get to the root cause. Like I said in the beginning, where is it coming from? What triggered the self-doubt? Where does it have maybe a deeper root? Is the self-doubt coming from because you were never picked first in a sports class when you were in primary school? I was always picked last or second last. So like I had this thing come up actually. <laughs> specifically for myself. That just wasn't a nice feeling. So of course, I had some self-doubt come up from that now, even though that is long gone, right? So where is the root cause of the self-doubt? Is there any past childhood, teenage, early adulthood memories that it's lingering on from? And where is there specific mindset work and physical somatic work that you get to reframe and reprogram in your nervous system and in your brain to change that self-doubt from the childhood and from the past experiences so that that, that experience doesn't linger on now anymore. So feel the pain, feel the wounds, feel the hurt from the past, from the root cause. Allow yourself to fully feel it and move through your body, breathing through it. The specifics of this is what I guide you through in my one-on-one -on -one sessions and in my workshops and my retreats, but moving through those emotions fully and not suppressing them or avoiding them, that's the key here. And if there is any shame or guilt or any associations like that that you're holding on to, either to the root cause or to the self-doubt, keep breathing, keep feeling it fully and allowing it to move through your body. And know that that shame, guilt, or those associations, they are not yours to carry. You don't get an award if you never in your life feel shame. You don't get an award. You don't get more friends, a better lover, or more money if you never in your life feel shame, guilt, or self-doubt. That's not going to happen. So all those layers in which you are consciously or subconsciously placing shame and guilt on yourself for even having that self-doubt that first gets to be revoked and released and the best way for that is always to breathe and move through this somatically because those memories of shame guilt and self-doubt they are stored in your body if we don't feel them we don't release them if we don't feel them we don't get the messages from them if we don't feel them they stay a block in our bodies so we have to we absolutely have to and I very seldom say have to I always say get to move through them and let them crack our hearts open into our truth that actually yes this is what I experienced but I don't have to hold on to this anymore it's only taking up space and it's not making me feel any better or wiser or stronger so as you're moving through that in a meditation or in a somatic practice the next step of moving through that having it crack your heart and body open and receiving and seeing the truth that you are bigger than any shame, you're bigger than any of that, 
you now get to feel into your inner power. And I love doing that in a ceremony. So what I love doing is creating a ceremony, lighting an incense stick, lighting a candle, start with a meditation, set an intention. For example, my intention is to feel any resistance and any self that that is in my body. Let it open me, let it show me the path, let it show me the messages that I'm meant to receive. Be with that prayer do my kundalini breathwork practices or some somatic practices, let my heart open, make some sounds, scream into a pillow, punch into a pillow, move my body, exhale loudly, release that stuckness in the body, feel it all, release it, and then what comes up after that is the truth, the truth of your inner power, that you are more than any shame or any self that could ever have on you. You're so much more powerful, more wise, more needed and more important than staying stuck with some self-doubt because you are a soul with gifts and medicine for this world no matter if you have your own business or not no matter if you're putting yourself out there in social media or not you are important and we need you and I need you first to feel your own power within yourself within your own body otherwise you will not really be able to express it outwards because what you don't embody you cannot express outwards because that's fake that feels fake and that comes across fake and then the other person in front of you won't feel it because it's not embodied so I need you first to feel your own inner power first with yourself first to embody it and if you're asking, but how the fuck do I do this? Because I'm only feeling so much self-doubt. Well, that's what you have to move through first in order to feel your inner power come alive. That's what we do in my workshops and in my retreats and in my one-to-one sessions. And if that's feeling like, wait a second, I need something else first. What you can also do is reframing in your mindset and asking your brain for physical proof where in your life you have trusted yourself and it came out all right or even better than all right. Physical proof where you were quote-unquote successful, where you experienced what you wanted to experience. The more physical proof you have of, oh, I trusted myself in this and then I had this. It doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be, oh, I bought a house. It can be something small like you passed a test or you trusted yourself and you had a hard conversation and the conversation was really good and then you were friends again or lovers again or had a better relationship again with that person. It can be small proof like that. That is the proof that I want you to to gather and to accumulate so that your brain has physical proof to think about and remember and then your brain cannot trick you anymore that everything that you do is wrong or you're failing. When I was moving through my self-doubt spiral this summer, one of the biggest things was that I felt like I didn't know anymore what I wanted or what my next steps were or where I wanted to go. So thing is, confusion can very easily lead to self-doubt. When you're confused and you don't know what you want, what you're doing, where you're going, and you just feel like, okay, I feel like I'm in a puddle of mud, of course, self-doubt and unclarity will come up. So what I really got to ask myself and connect myself with is, how do I want to feel? Because asking myself, what do I really want in life was too big of a question because what I know is that I want to live at the beach but more than that just wasn't coming up for some days and weeks <laughs> so I asked myself how do I want to feel instead of what do I want 
because how you want to feel is more important than the physical thing of what you want because what you want will always change, will always increase and will always have new things coming up. So this is where you get to be clear again and get clear again with yourself. How do you want to feel? If you do have an answer for what do I want, great, go into that as well and write it out fully, journal it out fully. If there's nothing coming up, what I love doing the most is just being in ceremony and breathing into my heart and my soul and my womb and just let God and the universe and my body show me. And if nothing is coming up, that is great as well. Again, don't put pressure there. Maybe you get to do this every day or every week and then after eight weeks, you'll have your answer. But the good thing is we don't have to put pressure on ourselves. So creating the space for clarity to come up is really important. Because like I said, confusion can lead to self-doubt. Clarity and a vision can lead to actionable and empowered next steps. So if you can create a space where clarity can come up, meaning not consuming social media for five hours, not watching five hours of Netflix, not just consuming other people's opinions and ideas, but really creating the space where you can be with yourself so that you can hear your own voice more and more clearer than ever before, that will also support you in receiving that clarity and those answers from within you so that the self-doubt does not feel like this fog or clouds above your brain, but that that self-doubt can be cleared through having clarity of where you want to go. I feel like self-doubt is one of two or three different things. Either you're going to your next level, you've never done this before, so there's just this respect and also fear and some doubt that comes up of what if I won't make it. And then the second type of self-doubt I feel like is when you just don't have any clarity, so you're just doubting everything because you don't know where you are going. So as you're creating the space for more clarity and to feel how you want to feel, you now get to let those sensations in your body guide you back into feeling your own power. So let's say you now know how you want to feel and maybe you even know what you want. Now you breathe into that. Let that vision come fully alive in your body. For some people, it's specifics. For some people, it's less specific and it's more like, oh, I just want to feel like in this energy, whatever type you are, that is great. Breathe into that. Let those sensations inform your body and inform your being what your next steps are. If there's no next steps coming to you, that is okay. Just keep doing this practice over and over again. Keep creating space where you can be with your true self, with your soul, with your heart, with your body, with your own visions and your clarity and the next steps will come. Sometimes we also just need a break. I mean, I didn't really do anything for two full months and I really needed that. And then when you feel like, okay, I am deepening my practice of feeling my own power. I'm feeling more connected with myself. My faith and trust in myself and in God and in spirit is deeper than ever before. I have some clarity. I have a vision. I have some next steps. Now it's about to do those things as well, right? Like at some point, you also have to take the physical actions and then put them into into reality so that the change can start to occur. And here it's really important that you have some accountability, whether it's accountability with yourself in different ways that you know it works for yourself. For example, for me, I did a two-week no-sugar challenge because I just wanted to achieve that. So I did that and I felt so much more capable and more strong within myself because I did what I said I would do. 
And I knew that I was going to stay accountable by just keeping it for myself. And then some other things, it helps me being accountable by sharing it with a friend, with Brian or with someone else. So ask yourself, do you want and need accountability with a friend, with a partner, with a coach? If yes, great, go get it. If you feel like, no, I know myself and I can do it by writing it down in my calendar or in my journal, great. Whatever helps you stay accountable, do that as well so that you can stay on that track. And then the last thing that I just touched upon before is stick to your word. Whatever you say you will do, do it. Because if we don't do the things that we say we'll do over a long period of time, we start to not trust ourselves anymore. Because basically you are bullshitting yourself. And it's like you're lessening the trust in yourself. If someone, if you tell your partner every day, can you please do this? Can you please do this? And they don't do it. Of course, you're not going to trust them to do it anymore after some time. The same thing happens with yourself. So one of the most important things with self-doubt and with self-trust, I shared about this in episode 70 as well, where I was sharing two most important things for self-confidence and self-trust. Make sure to listen to that one as well. But Listening and doing what you say you will do is one of the most important things because it strengthens your own trust because you say what you will do and then you do what you say you would do. You're like, heck yes, amazing, I did that. You get to be proud of yourself. You have this feeling of winning within yourself and then you want to continuously win and actually apply the things that you said you would apply. You want to continuously apply them. So whatever the things you say you will do, do them. Please, please, please do them and that will strengthen your self-trust even more and slowly lessen the self-doubt. And it's better to say that you will, for example, instead of saying I will work out five days next week after you haven't worked out at all for months, don't say you will do it five times. Say it maybe you will do it two times and then maybe you end up doing it three times and it's more a winning feeling than saying you will do it five times and then only being able to get there one time or two times and then you feel like you're you're losing against yourself but you're not and with that comes setting small achievable goals that you will do so whether it's with your vision that you had whether it's with your career with your partner with your love life with this and this and this set small goals that you know you can achieve but you also have to maybe put some work in that make those small goals and then reaching a bigger goal or a bigger vision is so much easier because you set that small goals in place. Like if you're doing business and you're saying, I want to have a thousand clients in my first year. Well, let's start with the first five. Let's start with the first 10. Let's start with putting your first offer out and talking about it more than just once. Start small, but with things that you know are on the track of your bigger goal and your bigger vision. And before I close today, I just want to share self-doubt is never the enemy. Self-doubt doesn't mean that you're losing. Self-doubt doesn't mean that you're not going to make it. Self-doubt, for me, in my opinion, is purely the sign that I am stepping into something bigger, that maybe I need a break. Because honestly, the self-doubt spiral that I had in this summer, I really needed that break. That really helped me and supported me on all levels, emotionally, physically, energetically, spiritually, it helped me so much. So I saw that self-doubt spiral as a blessing, even though sometimes I did want it to go away, I'm not gonna lie, but I saw it as a gift and as a what do I get to learn from this and as a way to 
redirect myself into the way that I really want to go and not into maybe any sneaky things that I thought I wanted even though I didn't want it but I just thought I wanted it because I saw it on thousands of people's of Instagrams but more about this in the previous podcast episode where I shared about the four changes I made for a more fun and fulfilled life and business this summer make sure to check it out as well you are not your enemy you are your greatest lover and your greatest supporter let's act like this and let's create the space where we can live like this as well okay my love i love you thank you so much for tuning in if you have any questions or anything you want to share about this please dm me on instagram at soul coach nikita or if you have some specific questions or topics you want me to cover send them to me on Instagram at soulcoachnikita. And if you want to dive deeper into this work, I have some free spots for one-to-one sessions, either in person in Zurich or online. And my Kundalini and Tantra workshop in Zurich is happening on the 13th of October. And then we'll do one more in November as well. So make sure to click the link in the show notes or DM me on Instagram. And I can't wait to see you the next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. We would love to hear what your favorite takeaways were by DMing us at Soul Coach Nikita on Instagram. If you would leave a five-star review on this podcast or share it with your friends and family and in your IG story and tagging us at Soul Coach Nikita, that would greatly help us spread the message and reach even more people. If there is anything that you wish and desire for us to cover in this podcast, Please DM us at Soul Coach Nikita on Instagram and we will try our best to cover it. Sending you so much love. XOXO Nikita.